you'll notice that things are starting a little differently this morning. Okay? That's not to shock you. Just get used to it. I'm not a terribly predictable person. Okay? Um, the poor Bible study people don't know what to do because of, of my weirdness. We're going we're gonna to start this morning. What's that? Bill, please remember, you've only known me for three decades. These folk have only known me for five weeks. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rick. <laughs> thank you. We're going to do... Uh, a bit of an interview this morning, okay, and the interview is intended to introduce you to a spiritual experience that these two have had. I'm going to shut up and let them talk about their experience doing an Emmaus walk. Some of you have heard me talk about Emmaus walk before, um, but it's a spiritual journey. And if you remember from the Bible, I believe it was in Luke, where after Christ was crucified, he um, walked on a path to Emmaus with a couple of the disciples and they didn't realize who he was until after he revealed himself to them. So a walk to Emmaus is a spiritual retreat, three-day retreat. You arrive on Thursday and leave on Sunday. You leave your watch, your purse, everything, clocks, all behind. And you invest in the time to have Jesus reveal himself to you. I was probably the most recent Emmaus walker between the two of us. Um, I did mine at, I believe it's Aldersgate Church in Redford. Um, and all I can say is it was such a moving experience. I did it with the Southeastern Emmaus group because that's where I was from, downriver. Just Thursday, and again, I think this is a God moment, Thursday at Weight Watchers, I became aware that one of our members has, is part of the Jackson area Emmaus group, and they just did an Emmaus walk for women. So um, I can't encourage you enough to go on an Emmaus walk. We have two coming up, one in September for the men, September 29th through October 2nd. The women's walk is October 13th through the 16th. All you have to do is pray on it and decide that you are willing to go and take a chance that Jesus will knock on your shoulder and say, follow me. And Diane and I will do the rest. We will sp gladly sponsor you. Um, and then afterwards, hopefully, we will be able to get our own little accountability group going. 
where we help each other stay on the path. What would you like to add? It's very difficult to um, explain the experience. Until you've been there, um, you just have no idea. I was sponsored by Craig and Marilyn. Craig runs the um, counseling service in Adrian, in, or in Tecumseh. But um, I was going through an extremely difficult time and um, didn't know that I was struggling, I guess. And they sponsored me to go to an Emmaus walk. And you show up, you just don't have a clue. You know, you know what is going on here? What is this? We've darkened all the windows. You, can't, you have <laughs> yes. no idea whether it's morning, noon, or night. And um, I can only say that at some point, now I, I was already a Christian. I had accepted Christ. I, you know, I thought I was there. But during that Emmaus walk, there was a point where I just broke down and cried and cried and cried. And I can't tell you exactly why, even now. But it was such, um, it's kind of like a cleansing. And it realigns things. You understand things a little bit more. And it really helps you as you go along from there. And if, um, if you didn't have a depth, to your faith before you do after that. It's an amazing experience. So if you would, pray on it and see if this is an experience you should take. And as I said, we will do whatever need be. For instance, Dottie has shown an interest. And so if Dottie needs help with the kids, we will be there to deal with the kids. If you have a dog or cat at home that you need to have taken care of while you're gone, we will take care of your cat or dog, whatever, whatever needs. Your plants need watering, whatever. We will do that so that you could freely go and experience forgetting everything behind you and just experience God. And it is led by mostly lay people, but there are clergy involved also. So give it some thought and let either one of us know if you'd like to take that risk. I've also taken my walk so I could help and sponsor as well. I had a, a really interesting time. Um, I too was going through a really bad part. And I was at work and I kept hearing this, this song in my head. I'd never heard it before. I had no idea what it was, what the song was, anything about it, but the, the it just kept, the notes just kept going through my head and it, and it made me feel better at work getting through those awful days. And um, I left Thursday, had no idea what I was doing at all. I, not a clue. And we got up Friday morning. The first song we sung was, um, Lord, I lift your name on high. And that was the notes that were going through my head for the weeks before that. Anybody else been on a walk that we missed? Any other guys been on? We didn't know we had so many graduates. Um, 
Yes, I went um, quite a few years ago too, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. I went back the following year and then helped with the next, the next group that came through, but it's awesome. If you have any free time at all and think you would like to do that, I would highly recommend it. And next year we may partner up with the Jackson area. They just recently did a women's walk not this past weekend, I think the weekend before, and they do their men's walk in the spring so that they don't interfere with any hunting seasons. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you much. A reminder, people, about Emmaus. The disciples that were on the road that day had just gone through the worst week in their lives that ended with their beloved friend and teacher dead. They woke up that morning to crazy women saying they'd been to the tomb where Jesus had been put and his body was not there. They were going home. They met a stranger. And after the meeting, things were ever so different, weren't they? Weren't they? Ever so different. Okay? That's what Emmaus is about. It's not about being good. Okay, it's not about being worthy. It's about walking through the confusion and meeting Jesus on the way. Okay? Thank you for being patient with me. No problem. Good morning, church family, and welcome again. Um, you can see the announcements in the bulletin. However, I do have a few to add. Um, first of all, my apologies to Leslie. She asked us to put something in the bulletin, and of course, in my eagerness to finish the bulletin, I forgot to put her stuff in. Basically, uh, Clinton is looking for crossing guards for the school children. If you are interested, um, do you remember who we call? The village office, thank you. It will be in the bulletin for next week again also. Subs at this point. But okay. if, you're, if you have an interest and a few hours to spare every day, call the village office. Um, as you can see, we have some prayer quilts. Um, the first one here is going to be for Lisa Grant, the gal that um, Sandy asked us to pray for a few weeks ago who has the eye tumor or the tumor behind her eye. The other three are for um, Carrie Langton, who just had knee replacement surgery, her husband Trent, who had a stroke and is still in a, a rehab facility, and for her um, mom, Mary, who has also been suffering many strokes. Yep, Carrie says he's making great progress. Um, 
Also, my apologies because um, I sent out an email about Safe Haven being canceled for today, and I told you it was going to be September, I believe, 28th or 25th, which is on a Wednesday. <laughs> that was wrong. It's going to be the 18th, the 18th, Sunday the 18th, Safe Haven, after worship, and it'll be up in the mezzanine. So you will be able to get your plate of fellowship goodies and go upstairs and eat them. Um, also, next week, um, we're going to kick off a new fundraiser, something we've never done before, but we're going to give it a try. Um, it's going to be uh, cards, uh, card kits, $30 for a box of cards, and there's a variety of kits that you can buy. Um, the church gets $13 of every $30 kit we sell. We're going to have that going for two weeks. All the forms will be here. You just Ask your friends and neighbors if they'd like to buy a box, collect the money, bring it back to us, and it's as easy as that. We will have a table also at the vendor's booth that we have um, on September 17th, and that will close out our card sales on the 17th. Um, also, another negligent, forgetful person, won't mention my name, but... Uh, this was intended to go in the backpacks a week ago, but it's got some good prayers on there. If you don't have little ones who are going to school, maybe you have grandchildren, or maybe you can just take a moment and pray for all the kids and teachers going back to school and support staff. Uh, oh, and one thing that wasn't in the uh, upcoming events is we are going to have our first Quilters Guild starting September 13th here at the church. We're hoping to be able to... I did that, sorry. ...be able to pull all the local quilters together. So if you are a quilter and like to join our guild, please come see us on the 13th. I think that's it. Anybody else? Diane? Am I on? Yes. Uh, Posted out on our board is a yellow sheet. On that yellow sheet, it lists all of the supplies that we donated to the elementary building. Uh, Bob and I took them last Monday. Anything they don't need, they will ship up or they will ship down so that they will be sure to share so that everybody can use it. And again, I thank you ever, ever so much. And I spoke with one of the teachers and she just could not thank us enough. So again, thank you. Be sure and check this out. It is beyond belief for me. With God, everything is possible. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And one last announcement. Get your hands ready. The cookbook is done and Whoa. ready to go to print. All right. Big kudos and thank you to Linda, um, who's done all the typing. So hopefully that will be available and up for purchase during our craft show in November. Kim. I'd like to thank the, uh, the quilters and all the people who prayed for me and through my quilt. Uh, 
seasonal timing was apropos, getting ready for winter. I love the winter scene. So thank you all again very much. Amen. And now if you are able, please stand for our call to worship. Oh God, as we gather, gather here, here this, this morning, morning give, give us grace to desire you with our whole heart. heart. Let, Let our desire for your cause us to seek and to find you. When, when we find you, give us the grace to love you. Let us leave behind those sins and failures from which you have redeemed us. And our first hymn is page 462, Tis So Sweet. celebration of peace, please greet someone with a smile and a kind word before you sit back down.
<laughs> Thank you. Okay, it's wearing it. Thank you. Good morning to you. Hey, I know. That's all right. It's a good problem to have. I'm gonna gonna start the prayer time with um, a bit of an aside. I know you all are gonna start complaining because worship takes forever. You need to leave. You leave. I will not be offended. Okay? Please understand. One of the reasons that worship is getting longer is because you all do so much that you don't give yourselves credit for. Look at that list of announcements. Now, the little story is about prayer chain. Look at the prayer list. Okay. Prayer chain went from an email list to a text list. One of the members of the prayer chain was sitting in the dentist chair and her phone kept going off. And the dentist finally asked, what's going on with your phone? And the reply was, I'm part of my church's prayer chain. We take one another to God. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Thank you. We have so many of our number who are going through so much. We have so many of our number who are struggling with life changes. It's important to remember none of us are alone. We can't do everything for each other. But we can remind each other we're not alone and Jesus is with us. Please take a moment and go through the list. Sheila, do we have anyone to add that you know of this Not morning? That I, know of. Um, I would just remind people, if you would like us to write it in the bulletin, please fill out a prayer card. That way we don't have to try to guess at spelling on people's names or make sure we heard correctly. Okay. Let's bow together in prayer, shall we?
Blessed Jesus, in all that goes on in our lives, we often forget one truth about you. You never turn down a dinner invitation, and you never missed a chance to party. You knew how to pray, and you still know how to answer prayers. And you still know how to celebrate all the blessings that the Father gives. Some of us are weighed down. We are weighed down because our bodies seem to be betraying us. We don't understand it. Some of us are weighed down because people that we love and hold close to our hearts are going through so much. Some are in hospitals, some are in nursing homes, some are at home and just can't get out. Some are dealing with the end of their lives. It's hard for us to watch. It's hard for us to understand. We know that you will take them to a better place. We know that with the least bit of cooperation, you will reach out your arms and bring them to yourself. Oh Lord, help us to remember to happy dance. especially when you, we see that you've blessed us. Help us, Lord Jesus, to remember to cry when we see those that we know that we hold dear go through so much. And oh Lord, we have our own tears. We pray for that day when the kingdom of God will arrive and we will feel your hand brush those tears that we shed from our eyes because finally there will be no more pain, no more sickness, no more death, no more war. We pray for that moment to come every time we join our voices together in the words you taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Could we take a moment for silent prayers?
for our Lord speaks in his turn. Amen. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't warn you. A <laughs> um, couple announcements I forgot. There is a quick finance ad board meeting after worship today in the finance room, and we will pray over these quilts during the last uh, hymn today. Please join me in our uh, unison of affirmation. We believe that God is the creator and Lord of all. He knows and cares for every person. God makes himself real to us today through Holy Scripture, the presence of Jesus Christ, our risen Savior, and the lives of holy people. God's Holy Spirit is available every moment to convict us of our sinful, selfish ways, to enable us to rise above ourselves, to live in Christ-like ways. God has a mission for each one of us, to minister in his name, to share his love and blessings with his needy children, to reach out to others in our own community and around the globe, to show compassion to every race and nation. God brings meaning to our lives as we give to him our love, our offerings, and our talents. And God will use us to help others discover and live better lives in Christ. Amen. children will come join us up front. Whoa! Who are these people? of you. How you been doing? You been doing okay? You get frustrated sometimes? Sneeze all day? Me too. Did you? Oh, goodness. Yeah. 
Oh, oh. It's so good to see all of you. Sometimes, frustrated. Do you? Yeah. Yeah? Sometimes it's not easy being me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when people are mean to us. And it's easy. Did you? Did you make a new friend? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. When I get frustrated, my sister and my mama were sick. Yeah, I know. Are they better? Good. When I get frustrated, sometimes I have to ask help from a friend of mine. You got a minion too? I, I um, watched a minion movie. You watched the movie. I watched the bad minion. Yo, the bad minion. Well, I have big minion. I have a little minion, okay? And sometimes when I get frustrated, I squeeze them. He, well, he only pops because I keep him in plastic so he won't get dirty. But he helps me feel better. And then when I feel better, I don't have to worry about being angry and hurting people. You did? Uh-huh. It's important. It's important that we remember if we, can you count to three? One, two, three. If we can count to three, we can decide what we're going to think, how we're going to feel, and what we're going to do. And sometimes my friend helps me count to three. Okay? He helps me count to three. And then I can decide what I want to do. And part of deciding what to do is I ask myself this question. What would Jesus do? He would share. He wouldn't. He 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 wouldn't. He wouldn't be nasty back. Okay. Sometimes he would do what he thought was the smartest thing, 
and just walk away. We need to remember that's an option. Okay? And if somebody's really bad, okay, look for a big person. Okay? Look for a big person. Remember you're never alone. Okay? Jesus is always with you and always with me. So remember that. Let's pray, okay? Blessed Jesus, thank you. You're always with us. Thank you, oh Lord, that you give us so much in so many ways, including help when things are hard. Thank you, thank you. Amen. Now, let's see. That's the hat. Will you hold my bunny? Just hold him. I have something for you. 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 What are they? Leave them wrapped and then ask the big person what they're for. Have one for you. Have one for you, too. May I have my bunny back? Thank you. And guess what? Miss Sheila has even more things. So stop and see Miss Sheila. Thank you so much for coming. You, you have a good day, too. Thank you. See, there's the bunny in a hat. Now you're going to turn the bunny into something. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. bunny had to disappear. <laughs> Is there anything I'm forgetting, Sheila? Not that you know of? Okay.
we bring you our gifts. We bring you ourselves. Oh, Lord, take these gifts. Take us. Do the miracle of your kingdom. Hear our prayer. Amen. The hymn of preparation for this morning is 526. And let's sing it like it's true. What a friend we have in Jesus All our sins and griefs to seated. The scripture for this morning is taken from the book of Ruth. I'll be reading verses 16 through 18. Ruth said, do not press me to leave you or turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, your God, my God. 
Where you die, I will die. There I will be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me and more as well. If even death parts me from you. When Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Ruth is one of those books that we often quote from, rarely read the whole thing, And when we read it, we don't pay attention to it. I imagine that the last time that you heard the words from the scripture I read was at a wedding. But they have nothing to do with the wedding. It has to do with the relationship between two women. We don't want to deal with that. And the reason that we don't want to deal with it has nothing to do with sexuality. We don't want to deal with basic loyalty between human beings, no matter what their gender. Is this going to be a political, liberal sermon? No. I'm going to say, read Ruth till you get it. There's a common complaint amongst many leaders in our nation and around the world. It began decades ago. The complaint is getting louder. I've been one of the ones that have voiced it. All sorts of leaders see things getting worse. It's something that touches churches, it touches communities, it touches the nation, it touches the entire planet. What is the complaint? It's that people can no longer be counted on to become involved and be loyal. That's what Ruth is about. Someone became involved and was loyal. It's that people are not interested in what's most important. What is most important are those questions that will set the direction and shape the work of tomorrow's world. Time and again, the old saw is repeated, people don't want to get involved. However, okay, you all are interested. 
Look at that list of announcements. People that aren't interested don't do that kind of stuff. People do want to get involved. Mostly people don't know how to show their interest. They don't know how to get involved. They especially don't know how to do so in helpful ways. You probably didn't notice it, but Sheila and I had a very quick exchange. Our little interview became extraordinarily meaningful because we, ex we discovered two more people who had done Emmaus Walks. Two more people that had been involved. Two more people that were interested. Interest, become, or interest comes naturally. We're born being curious. Think of the little ones when they come up. I love it. They're all eyes and ears. I love it. Okay. We're born being curious, but getting involved doesn't come naturally. It's like walking. We have to learn how to do it. Sometimes we have to relearn how to do it. You can tell when I'm having difficulty with my back, okay, because I walk like I have to think about it. Those of you who have had problems walking know that what makes it triply hard to walk is when you have to think about it. We have to learn how to walk. We have to learn how to get involved. Most of us come basically equipped with what we need to walk. Practice and time teach us how to do it. The more we practice, the more time we spend, the better we become at it. We even make art with forms of walking. How many of y'all can moonwalk? It's art form. Most of us are born with what we need to get involved in doing good. Practice and time teach us how to do it. The more we practice, the more time we spend, the better we become at it. In learning to walk, we have to learn coordination. That means making our legs and arms work in the kind of order that will take us from one place to another. In learning to get involved, we need to learn love, okay? And I'm using a very specific definition for love here. We don't use the word charity in its original meaning anymore. But the word charity in its original meaning meant you get past yourself to reach out to others in compassion. 
We need to learn charity and loyalty. That means making our life work in the kind of ways and in the kind of order that takes us into the world to get important things done. Holy Scripture says much about love, the charity definition, and loyalty. And the most beautiful and the most powerful lesson in the Old Testament comes from the life of Ruth. Like Jacob and his family went to Egypt to escape famine, Naomi and her family went to Moab. You and I are clueless about what a famine means. My wife and I have a connection to a pastor and his wife in Kenya. And if you were following the news any at all this week, the World Health Organization finally declared Kenya, one of several nations, that's a humanitarian disaster because of drought and famine. There's no food. The wells are drying up. There's no rain. Naomi and her family left their ancestral land for the closest food. Now, mostly here in the U.S., people migrate in search of work. The family in Israel lasted so long that Naomi's sons grew up and married local Moabite girls. Naomi's husband died, but her sons were able to care for her. Then, things got really bad. Both of her sons died. In that world, at that time, a woman without a man in her life was nothing but a victim. Women alone were often preyed on. They were often robbed and sold into slavery. The culture demanded that a woman be under the protection of a husband or a kinsman. Naomi decided to return to her homeland. Everything in Moab was gone. There she might find she could live under the protection of a kinsman. She must have had a good relationship with her daughters-in-law because both of them started to go to Israel with her. They were going to leave everything. Everything. Naomi reminded them that going with her meant that they would not find protection of a marriage or a close kinsman. Moabites and Israelites didn't get along. They fought wars with each other. Naomi told them, your duty to me is done. I can do no more for you. Go back to the safety of your own father's house. Maybe you can marry again here in Moab. That was wisdom. Wisdom. 
Ruth determined to go with Naomi. That was her decision. Ruth told Naomi of her intention with those beautiful words expressing her love and loyalty. It wasn't an easy decision for Ruth. It meant leaving all the security of her family's protection. It likely meant giving up a chance to remarry. It meant going to a place where she would be most likely actively shunned, not only as a stranger, but as an enemy. Ruth gives insights into the basics of charity, of love, and loyalty. Ruth counted the cost. She knew the price she would pay for going with Naomi. She knew she would be giving up almost everything and getting back almost nothing. There was change that was going to come. Ruth knew that she would have to change. Change of place, change of habits, change of details of everyday living. Remember when COVID hit and you couldn't do what you, could, you used to always do? What was the hardest thing to deal with? Not being able to do the things you always did. Think about it. I know it just about made me crazy. Then there were priorities. Ruth knew what was most important to her. This was God, the God of Naomi, and Naomi herself. You understand why I opened this sermon the way I did? This is about the quality of relationship between two women who respected each other. Those people in our lives that we respect, do we count the cost of the relationship? Do we deal with the changes? Do we have priorities? And finally, the one thing that we so often don't have, and notice I said we, determination. Ruth made the decision to cast her lot with Naomi, to be and stay involved in Naomi's life, Ruth tells Naomi what, that whatever happens, she will not leave her. When was the last time you said that to anybody? Did you do what you said?
Look at how extreme this is. Ruth tells Naomi that whatever happens, she will not leave her. Whether or not Naomi is always right, Ruth makes clear that she will stay with her. Through wrong or right, through rough or smooth, Ruth says to Naomi, I will do my best for you. That's the definition of loyalty, folks. Charity, love, and loyalty are the way to getting involved. The end of charity and loyalty is action. It isn't just words. It's doing something. Love, charity, and loyalty help us to focus our lives so we can know what we can do, where we can go, as well as where and how to best use our resources and energy for God and for others. As I said to the Bible study this morning, we cannot do this alone. Love, charity, and loyalty are the keys to getting things done that need to get done. We're not talking about blind loyalty that simply follows. That kind of loyalty has created all sorts of scandals and evil. There's enough of us gray hairs and no hairs here that have lived through enough to see what happens when people follow other people blindly? It's become the occasion for manipulating people to their own harm and to the in injury of others, families, communities, the nation, and even the world. Love, charity, and loyalty with eyes, mind, and hearts open are the stuff that gets us involved with each other with others, and with the kingdom of God. We want to get serious about stuff. It seems that we need to ask ourselves the question, can we say what Ruth said? Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whether thou goest, I will go. Where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Can we be that determined to go to the kingdom of God with Jesus? I'm not playing fair, folks. 
I'm not playing fair. Ruth is quite a bit to live up to. And when we're honest about it, Jesus wants us to all be Ruths in regard to him. Amen? Thank you. During the closing hymn this morning, you're invited to come and pray over the blankets. The closing hymn is 338. If you're able, would you stand?
I feel the need for us to sing the last verse. He will give me grace and glory. He will give me grace and glory. He will give me grace and glory and go with me, with me, all the way. Can we say amen? Thank you. If you would, join me in the benediction. O Lord, let us be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in your work. When we work for you, we know our labor is not in vain. Amen. 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 Amen.